Welcome to On Manorama Movie Podcast, Start Action Cut. Today, we are discussing the 2001 movie, Dil Chahata Hai, directed by Farhan Akhtar. We are discussing the blockbuster on the occasion of its 22nd anniversary. The movie, uh, which was a milestone on various counts of uh, cinematic and technical brilliance, still reigns supreme, I think, uh, as one of the most uh, engrossing films in Bollywood. Now, Swati and Kannan are joining us to discuss the movie. Now, regarding the subject, uh, it's the friendship and romance. Uh, the narrative unveils uh, the tale of friendship of three individuals, entirely different uh, in their outlook and approach towards love, uh, as well as uh, pursuits of their respective love interests and romance. Kannan, you had said that you saw the first show of the movie on the first day. Yes, I, yes, yes. Uh, how was it for you then and now? I had a slight of a backstory for this, the whole Dilchate moment, because I watched the trailer of uh, Dilchate during a, an absolutely abysmal um, Hindi movie. Uh, I was very surprised to know that it was directed by Satish Kaushik. Um, a different story altogether. But then uh, when the three of us, uh, two of my friends and I, watched the trailer and we then decided that we will go and watch this movie. It was it's classy. Uh, the editing was classy. They were looking very nice. Absolutely brilliant. So, uh, yeah, first day, first show, actually one of us got the ticket in black because it was sold up from the very first day. And we I watched it from the second row. Of, I mean, it was so close that I watched it from the second row uh, seat uh, in a uh, Bombay theater. Then I was completely, as most of my uh, generation, people of my generation, was completely blown away by this movie. Now when I look at it, it's a three-hour movie. I don't know, I can't watch anything beyond two hours anymore. So a three-hour movie, we sat uh, through the uh, three hours, completely engrossed then. Now, watching back, I don't know whether I'll be that that thrilled. But that movie, it's basic, though uh, we say that it is about uh, three people uh, in romance, how their friendship collapses when they fall in love. But basically, it was uh, for me, or for my generation, it was basically for us, the, the, the so-called Gen X coming of age movie. Because it was 10 years after liberalization, we were enjoying the fruits of liberalization 10 years later. Unlike in many of the Hindu movies, people used to go to Switzerland and have such uh, wonderful locale in dream sequence and song sequences. One of the protagonists is going there to work. We were the aspirational generation of, of uh, that economic liberalization. We could dream of going out and working in Australia or any other exotic places and falling in love again. So that was that was more more than romance. It was more of a coming of age uh, film for me. Yeah, the three hour movie. It's uh, but I think three different stories are being told in the movie. So it's not that lagging or uh, that dragging. Swati, I think uh, you were in your kindergarten when you when the film was released. How do you rate the movie? I mean, uh, when you watched it, when you were grown up, and now when you look back at it, what do you say? 
So yes, Patmore, I was uh, only four years old when the movie released. And I watched the movie much later. I think almost when I was 12 years old or 13, I watched the movie. Swati, you were, you were four years? Yes, I was only four years old. That makes me so old. But then I had to say this anyway. Yeah. So the concept. So when I watched this only when I was 13 or 12 years old or something. So what was really striking to me about Dilchatai was that about the concept the movie portrayed raw dynamics between these th- three friends and their journey through life so by watching it i felt like these are the things that are possible when we grow up like going to another place chilling out with, with your friends and all that seemed possible then it seemed really intriguing at that point of time but watching it now uh, i think the freshness still remains untouched i believe the reason it resonates so much is because we've all had friends like samir akash and said at some point of our lives or we've known somebody like that so it still resonates with us and the movie really brings back those cherished memories of friendship even now so even the love stories in the movie feel kind of relatable and connect i think it connected with the younger audience at that point of time now i'm not sure how much the younger audience would relate to it but i think uh, to an extent they would still uh, resonate with it yeah i agree the freshness that's what the uh, highlight of the movie is i think it broke several stereotypes that had been ruling the bollywood pot boilers till then the technical brilliance keeps the movie fresh even now the sound department which takes care of even the ruffle of a cushion just adds to the aesthetics and it said that it's one of the first films to be shot in sync sound and the bgm and music by shankar hasan loy uh, and the evergreen songs make the movie uh, a magical treat even now absolutely Dil Chahta is a movie that more than any other generation, our generation or uh, those who were born in 75 and later, late 70s would identify with. As I said, we this was more of a coming of age. Uh, this was not just romance. We were working or we were about to work. We were going to enter into that, that uh, workforce. And uh, it said that, yeah, still you could uh, fall in love or you could fall in love with any type of uh, person. So it, it, retained our aspiration to it every generation had its own uh, romance movies if you if you uh, look at hindi movies like our uh, when we were growing up it was kayamat se kayamat tak before that or later that it was uh, uh, ddlj but this uh, was completely different from such romance movies this said uh, we were uh, at the cusp of or at least reaching at the age of 30s or rather plus 25 and still we could think about life think about romance think about a life ahead with a partner it was not that uh, i don't know whether i could say kitschy but it's not that uh, uh, just romance things so yeah that also retained the 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 freshness of the film other aspect that uh, we were completely bowled over was the opulence of that film probably swadhi may not see the kind of opulence or you i may not identify the opulence because uh, that was one of the uh, probably the last film uh, where no one used mobile phones because mobile phones in 2001 still was a, a very moneyed people's game it was a nokia generation and, and no one basically carried unless the office provided you with a, a mobile connection no one carried mobiles and this is, so the protagonist in the movie doesn't don't carry uh, mobile phones but the opulence was just absolutely thrilling because they were driving in mercedes vans lexus uh, suv 
and one shot Saif is seen working on a candy colored iMac it was it was the thing we wanted or Amir Khan is working on a wire laptop uh, it was it was amazing thing or the square shaped tv it was a crt monitor it's funny to think crt monitors but it was absolutely aspirational thing so that way the the movie really spoke to us well, probably not to any other generation but to us who were working and who were looking for a for a more settled uh, life so to say so like kandasar said i might not able to relate to that kind of uh, atmosphere because i watched the movie much later for for i think for my generation or people who watched the movie after like 2005 or 6 the movie the one of the movies where it talked about friendships was it had to be sindagi na milegi dobara for us that was the movie but i've read in a lot of articles after watching the movie recently was that this was the movie like dil chahta hai was the movie that uh you know was the in or the source material or the inspiration for so many other movies like sindagi na milegi dobara so while like comparing those two movies i felt like yes this had actually everything that you know the other movie also had but for us i don't think the era where there is like a block kind of phone and uh, like the all kind of laptops that kind of like is like a thing that amazes i think my generation but yeah like to watch something like to watch a movie like this now i feel like okay like like seeing something that your parents would do or like something my mother my mother and father actually are very good fans of this movie so they she my mother used to talk about this movie when like i was going to school or something and she really loved it i think they sort of related uh, with the concept more and they were like really intrigued and happy and really elated to see these kind of movies when in at that in that time yeah i agree with that that's exactly what i said the opulence that we saw probably because that was something that we aspired to have in our, our, our working life we still had that uh, old computers uh, while we were working and we aspired to have the candy colored imax that was the first imax they they came out with anyway the, yeah i agree with you also that zindagi na milegi dobara had a genesis on 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 this dil chahta hai because dil chahta hai was the first film uh, shot Uh, extensively in australia last part of it showed extensively in australia it was almost like a, a australian tourism uh, promotional thing uh, in hindi film so uh, what we used to have with chopra films from the tulip uh, gardens of uh, netherlands and the ice cap mountains but they were only in uh, dream sequence but this was completely different this was uh, uh this was life you could inspire uh, for that life so that was uh, one huge factor in this uh, movie the, uh, talking about opulence it was such a very city centric movies that i still remember reports of uh, this not uh, getting much audience in the rural areas of maharashtra uh, i was in bombay then and this worked in cities this worked in bombay pune and even in nagpur some areas of nagpur not beyond that because for a one day tour from uh, for uh, for a bombay one day tour is to alibag where we could just drive and get the feel of uh, good air and uh, sun and beaches now thinking of going to goa is a year long plan but these three people just 
just <laughs> decide on one fine morning that they are going to Goa. That too on a, on a convertible uh, Mercedes Benz. I mean, that is something that oh, eye poppy thing for us. And it was so out of the world for most of the rural or uh, B class theaters that it didn't work in B class theaters. But it, uh, but of course, it worked uh, across India, so it did get a lot of business. Yeah, um, I too have uh, seen reports that it didn't uh, work in rural areas, though it was a hit in in the urban region. And uh, the opulence and flamboyance and technical aspects apart, I think the dramatics and uh, and the characterization too uh, worked well. Like the protagonist Akash, Samir, and Sid are the three completely different characters. While Samir is constantly in search of uh, of love and often trips into quagmire and emerging out of it or with a new definition of love each time. And then Akash is never inclined to the conventional concept of love. So he never falls into the emotional dilemma linked to romance. And now coming to Sid, uh, Siddharth, the painter, uh, is more matured and is at peace with himself and keeps his inner self completely sealed. But at the same time, he holds out solace and solutions to his friends. So uh, this this kind of a characterization, giving soul to each of them, and I think uh, that was a brilliant, uh, brilliant dramatic uh, and cinematic art on the part of uh, Farhan Akhtar. Yeah, true. Uh, this is also a very fresh way of treating uh, three friends because this was not the first movie when we, our first Hindi movie when we saw friendship and and uh, pe- uh, two people falling in love with different people. But they were all the same age, but they were all the almost all the same temperament. They would chase women uh, or the legendary uh, films of uh, uh, late eighties, eighties and late eighties of Shashi Kumar and Amitabh chasing women. They would chase women together more aptly they will stalk women uh, together but this was completely different this was different from a, a completely different angle uh, as you said uh, one falls in love every uh, other uh, week in one very funny uh, dialogue uh, amir say amir's character says that aaj puja agle week duja so it, it that kind of a thing we know as uh, swati said have met certain such people so who are, are chronic lovers finding them on screen was absolutely refreshing so was siddhar's character and you could identify them with uh, even if you uh, may not have met samir's character who actually uh, very wealthy he can just fly off to australia on a given day Oh, because his dad has a business in India as well as in uh, uh, Australia. But still, we could aspire, or oh, we somehow knew such people. We we, we had somebody uh, in the friend circle who were like them. So those characterizations were very apt, beautifully done too. Uh, uh, if, you, if you look back or, or see the film now, uh, the film is concentrated only on these characters we don't see many other people we just we just see them uh, very few people but uh, it, it feels that they've covered many aspects in a, of their life it was brilliantly done and and was pulled over by the scripting too what i liked about the movie is that how distinct these three uh, individuals are so like when we see other movies 
the friends group they're all almost alike they have same interests they do the same things but in this movie like ananser said uh, they all ha- are like have different traits they are not the, they are all uh, chasing different things they uh, the characters is quite different so on one side we got akash the carefree and effortlessly cool per- uh, cool one and then there is samir the romantic and somewhat innocent guy and finally there is siddharth the chivalrous and kind hearted friend he's more mature and uh, the movie takes us on a journey through their lives and uh, transitions and uh, it was really interesting to see how each of their story pa- pans out there's no unsort uh, there is no unnecessary uh, drama or exhausting scenes in this movie and i think farhan akhtar managed to capture the essence of the their friendship in a way that me- makes us feel like we are peeking behind a curtain into the lives of these three young adults and also it made the life for uh, for saif ali khan than say akshay khan or amir khan amir khan was uh, always considered the the actor quote unquote in hindi films this film made uh, a second coming for uh, saif ali khan saif ali khan was this middling uh, guy till then he was the second hero of many films along with akshay kumar and all but suddenly he was thrown into the limelight he 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 acted i think in many movies later as this goofy uh, person who falls in love then finds and finds himself kind of a guy he was the guy who did that or rather saif ali khan was the was a person who did that in in uh, many of the movies he actually replicated uh, the samir's character uh, throughout in many other movies so that made his life too yeah yeah true and uh, saif ali khan look strikingly fresh in this film and uh, all the three actors or akshay khan amir khan and saif ali khan their performances were outstanding and uh, coming to the comedy and emotions uh, when we talk about the comedy and emotions we feel that how how marvelously they were pulled off while scenes like uh, the ones in which samir is on a drive with subodh and pooja in a car and uh, then uh, akash gestures at the opera uh, in the beginning are some of the scenes we would like to laugh out loud and the moments of tara's distress and akash phone call uh, scene after shalini goes away from sydney these are the scenes that we would like to repeat revisit uh, in the film and it's a wonder how safe uh, pulls off the scene the laughter scene after he narrates the car drive episode with subodh i think uh, that was a brilliant piece of uh, acting on the part of uh, saif i remember how the the entire uh, theater went up in laughter even much before that i mean the, there was this goa scene where he is looted and uh, it starts with him uh, grunting and we were in anticipation really they are going to show us a love scene and it oh brother love scene and it was the was the expectation but it turns out something else that was brilliant and also much late uh, later in the scene he sits on a he comes back from goa uh, in a in a lorry and he sits on a sits on a pillow aisa nahi ki hame har din mein ye takke pe baitha hu that really uh, i mean we used to repeat that uh, often when we are in uh, push to a corner so that was something that that actually created much lofter much later uh, even after the movie uh, ended and we still uh, remember the uh, remember those dialogues looking back actually i, I actually watched it uh, yesterday some of the scenes are 
a bit corny now. It's been so many years, 20, more than 20 years. So some of the scenes are a bit made up. I uh, felt that uh, Saif was pretty okay in his acting, but then uh, it was brilliant then and it, he pulled it off much better than uh, what was expected of him. Probably that's why we kind of liked him. Yes, as you said earlier, he looked much fresh in it. To be real, he was 31 when this film was released. Amir was 36 and uh, Akshay was closer to, uh, uh, was my age, or rather closer to my age. He was 26 when the film was released. So, but they brilliantly, they look kind of the same age in, in that film. That was a brilliant work from, from the makers and from the actors too. Swati, as a new generation kid, did the comedy and uh, and the uh, emotional scenes work for you? Patmakumar, I uh, I was not a new generation killer when I was watched the movie. I was 12. I watched my cousins, actually. I remember when I watched it then, I found some of the jokes really funny. I thought, oh, this is so cool. And we're seeing these three friends living their lives, stacking jokes and having a blast. But when I recently watched the movie again, I couldn't help but notice that the comedy doesn't quite the same way uh, didn't quite uh, doesn't work the same way it did back then right the jokes about the overbearing girlfriend and the whole running away from uh, the uh, some girls like uh, akash constantly runs away from this girl called deepa and all they all felt like these scenes felt a bit cliche for me as time has gone by it's like the charm of the comedy has sort of faded away i don't know if i might have felt the same way because the movie released so many years ago and now it's a completely different scene when it comes to comedy and uh, uh, of course, it's a very personal opinion. Different people uh, might have uh, different opinions about this. But I felt like those kind of comedies would have worked great then. But now, since a lot of things have changed and these kind of scenes might feel repetitive or kind of like, you know, something that you say when something very lame. So I don't know. I, I don't know if I use, should use the word lame, but <laughs> I felt like, okay, like some of the scenes were like, okay, what is happening? That kind of a feeling when I watched it. Like recently, but back uh, back then when I watched as a kid for the first time, I did not feel the same way. So it's like that for me now. No, if you ask me about the performance, I, I mean, performance-wise, almost all of them did very well. But Dimple Kapadia, I think, uh, was uh, something standout performance in this movie. What about you, Kannan? Yeah, absolutely. Dimple, probably for me, uh, was the best uh, in the uh, in the whole uh, film, because she had a very small role and she did it perfectly. What she portrayed was again uh, something we didn't expect her to uh, do, the, or at least I didn't expect her to pull this off as as uh, graciously as she did. So it was it was really wonderful that uh, what she did, what she achieved. But then again, performance-wise, again, I was watching it yesterday, um, just uh, before this podcast, and I uh, found, as, as Swati said, um, some of the comedy scenes didn't land. Some of the scenes were a, a, a tattoo corny for me now than it was, especially when they came up with this concept of, of a man falling in love uh, with an older woman. That was not a new concept. It it actually uh, was there in uh, in a 1975 movie uh, with Kamala and Srividya in it, uh, which was again uh, much later was made into Hindi. I think newer uh, Naipa Haley uh, was a, a Hindi movie in which a younger man falls in love with an older woman. So that was not a new concept. What they did was beautifully talk about this among friends. 
and and this man saying that uh, with all the faults that you have i still i'm in love with you kind of stuff but then towards the end of it that they they cop it out i mean uh, it was a big a big cop out when the woman dies and what if she lived that was kind of a uh, thing that started to be even when i while i was watching it uh, yeah performance wise i loved bunkapadia uh, i like one of the three um, protagonists but then i felt uh, corny now uh, than when i first saw it but then uh, this was a very uh, big cop out moment for me rather than they did not take it forward so coming to performances uh, it's interesting how amir khan has earned the title of uh, the perfectionist in bollywood but i have to admit in this particular movie it, it was akshay khanna that really caught my attention his portrayal of the character felt so natural and sweet i don't know why but he had this certain kind of a charm to himself that i kept like focusing on him and i actually kept amir khan and saifuli khan apart all three of them were absolutely stunning in the movie like they were all very handsome and even dimple kabadia like she was uh, like compared to preeti senta or uh, the other girl who played saif's partner i think dimple kabadia i think stole the show when it comes to uh, the women leads in the movie amir khan i think uh, for me it felt like he was a quite unlikable character because probably i don't like that sort of a person who, com- who constantly jokes around and you know makes fun of friends but i think in that aspect he really pulled it off because amir has this uh, i've read and i've seen many of his interviews where he's like he's he tries to transform in, himself into this uh, into the character that he's playing and uh, probably he might have been uh, playing a 22 23 role in this movie and for him like if uh, he was th- uh, 36 35 at that time and playing a 22 year old and i think in that way he's done a really brilliant job and safely khan um, like kanansa said we've seen saif the character that he plays in dilchata we've seen other movies like kalhona ho where he's the goofy friend he's always there it's very funny and uh, he's just present there and in this movie also i felt the same way but he's very much pleasant and he's very much fresh like what more are you told so that was like a very refreshing element because he's that friend who's who is there for his other two friends he's very he's always present when the other two needs him and that self i think has really pulled it off in a very uh, great way but i have to say it was akshay khanna who was definitely the standout element for me so that brings us to the end of this episode thanks for listening to start action cut hosted by me patma kumar the podcast is produced by patma kumar that's myself with technical production by idea brew studios follow on manorama.com for more podcasts on movies and be sure to come back for the next episode of start action cut out on mondays thank you